Welcome to SADCAST, the podcast for working creatives. This is episode 38, and I'm your host, Pamela Runis, designer and co-publisher of the physical magazine SADBAG. Happy Sad New Year, guys. Hope you had a great break. Did you miss me? Well, I'm glad to be back. And just a reminder that if you're a fan of laughter, as I assume you are, we are having another one of our legendary comedy shows, January 20th, with your host, as always, the lovely and talented Jackie Hoffert, featuring headliner Ivan Decker and six other local comedians who will make you pee your pants with laughter. And if history repeats itself, they will sell out, so go get your tickets. See sadmag.ca for details and see you on the 20th. So I was cleaning up my computer over the holidays, mostly procrastinating doing some freelance. Um, It's usually the only time that would ever happen. Anyway, I was looking at some older work and I noticed something. Seemed more adventurous and more experimental than my current work. To be fair, the work I was looking at was either work I had done in school or work just for fun. There's something special about work being done free from purpose. I suppose that's why creatives do those fill-in-the-blank creative task-a-day challenges. It just forces you to play without consequence in, in enough constraint that you're not like paralyzed. And while I love the idea of those types of challenges, I find it hard to complete all the tasks I actually have to do in a day, let alone adding something superfluous to my to-do list. Something to be said for my poor work-life balance, I suppose. Anyway, don't do what Donnie Don't does. In other words, (laughs) keep playing and creating for fun and make sure to carve out some time for yourself that is just for creative growth and exploration. I've no doubt it's a valuable exercise in not being hard on yourself and maybe creating something non-derivative. Anyways, I talk a bit about that today with our guest Tierney Milne, a local illustrator. Her colorful geometric style can be seen all over town in murals, custom illustrations, like for Sad Mag's movement issue, for instance, and even in art shows as 3D paper pieces. She's not shy when it comes to experimenting with different mediums and even using non-permanent materials such as ice. Intrigued? Well, I'll drop you right in on our convo as we talk about that. Here's me and Tierney Milne. I mean, the thing with your work, though, is, and we sort of talked about this before off uh, mic, just it's very consistent. Like, you have a very consistent style, which I think a lot of illustrators, like, struggle with because they get bored or they Mm. can't, like, do it all the time because it's hard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. One of my teachers in school, they had said, it's not about the, the... tool or the medium that you're using it's more just about how you're seeing the world and whatever tool you use uh, that should be kind of secondary to bringing it to life and Mm -hmm. so I've tried to not get too attached to kind of any one thing but yeah I really love experimenting for sure yeah like um you've been doing stuff with like ice yeah like that's crazy it's fun you know and I'm getting, I, I think I'm officially sick of it now. I oh, want to really? move on, yeah. That's it? I want to do, did like, milk next. I think it would be. What? Well, you know, I'm always trying to get, like, a certain effect, and I'll try one thing because it's convenient for what I have, like, around the house, yeah. and then it doesn't quite get the effect you want. But, yeah. you know, it's cool that you try it out and yeah. you move on to something else after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, where are you doing all these experiments? Because you have, yeah, ones that seem kind of messy. Like, is this just in your apartment? Yeah, it's 
all my apartment. Yeah. Zero compartmentalization. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's hard. Well, you're a freelancer, right? Yes. Now? Yeah, officially. Yeah. Five months deep. Good for you. It's so hard. That's such a scary jump. Yeah. But I was yeah. wondering, I'm like, you are all over the place. So how are you also working? And you're not. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's just kind of, I've just accepted that I'm working all the time right now, that it's not really a balance. It's more just one-sided and I'm just trying to not fight that right now yeah. and yeah. dive in head first yeah. with everything. Yeah. Yeah. Are you finding it hard to have like a, a personal life? Yeah, definitely. A lot of my friends are like, we haven't seen you in forever. Like, what's new? And I think the ones that stick around and, and kind of understand what you're up to and that you're really excited about, you know, doing these things all the time. And when you do see them, it's great. But yeah, I, it's definitely taking its toll on my, my social life. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure. Oh, man. Well, let's back up for one second. Yes. So you grew up in Montreal, is that right? Um, I was born in Montreal, but I moved out here when I was pretty young and oh. uh, went back and forth a lot to see family. Got it, got it. Are you bilingual then? No, I'm so sad about it, but I left. Oh, well, that's funny. I know. I, I, I left um, a bit too early and my family was all in kind of the West Island, the English-speaking uh, area, see. the Anglophone area. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I can understand it, but I, I don't speak it, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great of my life. Uh, <laughs> there's still time. I know. I am speaking like my life's over, but yeah. <laughs> Another, another thing to focus on um but you started you went to ubc and you um have a, a ba in psychology mm -hmm. and you're like the third um artist or creative person i know that has done that what do you think it the, makes so much sense to me yeah yeah it's like uh, psychology is it's so useful for all these different applications i'm really just trying to I didn't know that's why I was attracted to it at the time, but it's really just understanding your, your audience and your market and trying to think about people's motivation, your own motivation, mm -hmm. and um, just how people are perceiving the world. Like, I, I was in more of the science part of psychology, so I got really excited about kind of breaking down the brain and, like, looking at how all those processes are working and working together. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, moving out of UBC, was it was really neat to be able to apply it yeah how did how did that happen that transition happen uh, I didn't want to go into uh, a lab <laughs> and to, <laughs> that was kind of the next step it's like well you know you have a BA in psych you can either be a psychologist or you can like do tests with people and neither of those were really really getting me going so yeah, yeah I switched gears and thought I, I had always been doing art but it just never seemed like a very you know realistic thing to pursue and yeah. just decided to, to do it anyway yeah how, um so we took the same program the idea yeah. program um how did you hear about it you know i i just kept hearing rumblings of it it seems like you know it has such a a, a, a great reputation and so many people are now just still in the industry and so i don't know i i grew up on the north shore and i i just kept hearing bits and pieces of yeah. it and it seemed like it was way too intense considering I, I hadn't been doing art classes in like six years or anything really very creative mm -hmm. but but you're smart and that's what they want well you, you know I, I think they might have liked the narrative of like I'm switching from science you know yeah. into this yeah. field but oh sure it's like any <laughs> more we can get on our side yeah, basically totally <laughs> but um no I, I just decided to do the portfolio work and just kind of do some life drawing and see how yeah. it went and it, it went did okay. you like the workshop like before to no, get, no no I yeah. didn't I just 
I went to basic inquiry and did some life drawing there. And I had been doing design work at UBC just for the, um, like the, the under, hi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cameo <Yeah>. by <laughs> okay. the undergraduate, like art society there. So mm-hmm. I was doing like marketing and, and posters for them there with no idea what I was doing, like self learning oh, illustrator and Photoshop and just like, you know, trying to make the most of it. But yeah, I did similar thing too. And I was, uh, yeah, only, I think exclusively using Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Cause Photoshop that's for all everything. I knew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's how, you know, your designer, you're designing before you're even like know what you're doing I know which is great but I mean you're both illustrator and designer like do you have a preference or no I actually like to think of it as kind of illustrated design or like designed illustration Mm -hmm, I I have mm -hmm. a hard time separating the two I've kind of come to realize over the years anytime I had a anytime I'd have a project I'd really want to bring both of them together and I think that's kind of the sweet spot for me when it's most exciting yeah yeah for sure so you you had a lot of success, like kind of right out of school. Like, how did that all happen? Oh, just I from mean, like the grad show. I well, right out of the grad show, I got a job as a digital designer at Lululemon, mm-hmm. and that was a really good learning experience for me. And just like being in such a big company, and um, and you know, making making good money and being supported creatively, they were so supportive of everything that I wanted to get up to outside of my work hours and it gave me a lot of opportunities for that as well. And um, I just, yeah, I really pushed it hard kind of the first year out of school and was working at night after my regular job and just working all the time mm-hmm. and got a few breaks from just really supportive people who took a chance on me like Drew Young or different people like yeah, that. Yeah, you did that great mural in the Vancouver uh, yeah, Mural Fest. I mean, How was it working so large? Oh, it was a big shock. I mean, that that wasn't even the first uh, chance he kind of took on me. It was more um, the Squamish Valley Music Fest and yeah. he had I had never even painted before and he, you know, he asked me to go up and it was just such a wonderful experience. Not only to be forced to do personal work, which I hadn't really been doing at all, but just to be around other creative people who are so kind of resilient and badass, and they're just you know pushing it all the time and working so hard for what they're what they're wanting to get up to. Mm-hmm. And I think that was kind of a big, big shift for me. It was really inspiring. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that that would be very intimidating going yeah, there. It was. It was very intimidating. Oh. <laughs> but you rocked it, obviously. It worked out, you know, it wasn't, I don't think it's exactly what any we had in mind necessarily, but I think that was a big learning curve for me is, is kind of letting go of the control a little bit. I think mm-hmm. with design work and client work, I, I get so hung up on, you know, the timelines and being so in control of every part of it. Yeah, like planet Knowing, you know, like, yeah, knowing what you're yeah. going to get out a little bit at the beginning and, and uh, learning to let go of that for your personal work sometimes is such a hard, hard yeah, thing yeah. to go through. And you've been like partnering with people doing these projects too. How, how does that work when you're working with people you don't normally work oh, with? Oh yeah, it's been really different. I think the first time I really collaborated was for the, the mural festival with uh, Colin Moore and it was so great. Like he's, he's so talented and so experienced working with other artists and really brought a lot to the table in terms of how, how you collaborate and how to kind of just again let go of that wanting to just jump into finding a solution right away and just you know exploring and having more fun with that exploratory part of it and Mm -hmm. and almost like jamming like musicians I had never really experienced anything like that as a visual artist before yeah it was it was really cool and I'm kind of addicted to it I I really want to do more of that oh that's cool yeah you don't actually as a designer or illustrator get to work with 
other like illustrators or designers, yeah. you're mostly working with like maybe a writer or mm-hmm. like a photographer or like, you know, not normally someone with like the same skill set, which yeah. can, I don't know, like if you, I guess some people have like ego and then that oh, would be for very sure, difficult. Yeah, I can imagine, yeah. I don't know. I would find it difficult to like give up. I don't know. I'd have to, uh, yeah, I'm just an asshole. But no, I think like, I'd have to just really like feel that they are talented or else. Oh, for sure. I think you have to respect them for sure. And then it becomes like, you know, which battles are you picking and choosing and Mm -hmm. and which things are, uh, I think that's also part of it is kind of being able to look at the work you're doing and pick out which parts are actually important to you and why and which ones you're just kind of holding on to because you have some sort of, I don't know, attachment to it. And, yeah. and they challenge you on that in ways that, you know, you might not normally get challenged. And it's kind of what you end up making is is so different than you would have gotten just on your own. It's, yeah, it's yeah. really different. I liked it a lot. That's awesome. Um, some of your m- more recent work is working with Braille. Mm, Where mm. did that come from? Actually, a really good friend of mine, he uh, had just kind of an offhand comment one day saying, well, you know, it'd be neat to kind of bring in maybe something tactile, tactile language or something, another layer. And I get really excited about stuff like that, about just concepts in, in general and being able to bring in communication. And my, my psychology degree, it always yeah. flares up with sure. these moments. Um, and so I kind of dove into it. And my pieces, a lot of them, they're they're kind of structural anyways and almost sculptural. And, and I, I like the idea of being able to hide in just an extra... Layer, layer of, of yeah of, of something you can get out of it but not that you have to get out of it it's kind of yeah. you, you could enjoy it without ever knowing it's there well I want to know what they mean like oh. <laughs> what do they mean on these most recent pieces um one of them says uh, the series was called uh, fleeting feelings and it was kind of these just little daily thoughts that you might have that just kind of go in and out of your your mind and I I wanted to pair them with uh, kind of the feeling that you get kind of a visual representation of a feeling and, and seeing how those two work together or what space there is for interpretation in there. And so one of them says, um, something feels different. One of them says, uh, what a nice day. Mm. And the third one is, um, it might never feel better than this. <laughs> yeah, it was sort of, That's they're great. not meant to be like the most meaningful things, but it's just... No, those are very good because they're open and can be yeah. many things to different uh, people. That's my favorite thing is is leaving it open for, for an audience. I think that's why I like abstracting, abstracting work so much is that it kind of leaves room for people to kind of uh, imbue it with their own meaning or, or their own experiences or things mm-hmm. like that. It leaves it a bit more open. Yeah, definitely. Do you feel like uh, you can... <laughs> feel braille I don't know read I don't know well no yeah, I, I mean it was my first attempt at it and I think realistically I don't know if you know someone who does read braille would be able to actually navigate the piece properly with well the what's ironic piece. is you probably would want to have a do not touch sign yeah because <laughs> you don't really want they're so delicate these pieces you don't really want anyone touching them I know it there was something interesting to me in general, actually, about like the trans, the point of translation between different um, different languages or different media or different or digital and analog or kind of what happens in that 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 place of translating mm-hmm. and what gets added or what gets lost or things like that. And I thought, just conceptually, there was something that excited me about um, kind of switching from from my language to a tactile language but then but looking at it uh, as a person with sight and then kind of all these I don't know these stages of going through reading it and then 
yeah, I don't know. There was oh, something fun so to me about that. What's uh, next? Do you have any other other weird mm. uh, additions to? There's, I'm a little bit not bogged down because they're all things I'm excited about, mm-hmm. but I'm really busy for the next while with some murals. But there's some things that have been in the back of my head now for probably six months that I've just been meaning to get the skills to be able to do, like with the laser cutter. Mm-hmm. I've done the glasses, but I, I need, you know, cool. just want to get comfortable with using acrylic uh, and doing laser cut acrylic is kind of my, Very my next cool. dream thing. I had thought about that too. Like, really? well, yeah. this is a while ago, maybe like, I don't know, three years. Never did anything with it, obviously. But it's so neat because you can layer up things. Exactly, yeah, and get yeah. your opacity if you get like the. Tra- yeah, oh, you, I'm so excited. I can just imagine what you're going to do. This is going to be awesome. I'm so excited to see it. Um, where can we see some of these new murals? Or are they in private places? They are all private. Mm. Yeah, they're all diff- like office spaces for homes. But homes? Yeah, I know. That's, that's rad. That's new, I know. Imagine that's, having that's my a mural first in your home. <laughs> I know. It's going to be my first one, and like, I'm really excited about it. you to be able to do this? But I, I mean, I yeah. guess. I mean, if you know, it's 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 art for yourself, and if you want something a bit more imposing, I guess. Imposing. Imposing, <laughs> imposing but, you know, a bit more presence. Yeah. Well, you got to have the space. That's, oh, for sure. That's yeah. just the thing. Well, or not, I guess you could. I'm just looking around this place here. I'm like, could you do it? I mean, do you, well, do you ever get... Um, just tired of it like do you ever just like don't want to oh. do it anymore because you're so or too busy to even think about it I mean I I think it goes in it comes and goes in waves of uh I have it's all so new to me that it's it's been such a crazy learning curve with learning about myself and learning what motivates me and what how how I need to kind of deal with myself and and schedule myself in order to kind of get the most mm-hmm. out into the world mm-hmm. and uh, I think I've kind of swayed a bit far into the, you know, doing more than I should camp and get, you know, I get burnt out from now and then. Do you say no when people ask? Or? I'm getting better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting hard. better. It is hard, especially when you're excited about it. I mean, if it was something I was legitimately not interested in, I, I don't think I'd have a hard time saying no at this point. But but it's when they're great, you know, and you're like, I'm already, I'm already busy, but, but I can't <laughs> but let this opportunity I would love to do that. Yeah, yeah. That's my, that's my tricky thing to, to manage right now. But yeah, I, I don't really have work-life balance. I know a lot of people, hey. I don't know if anybody does, yeah, but who does? I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to, the people that do, I notice, I get very annoyed with because they really? don't respond to your text right away yeah yeah they're very like laissez-faire mm-hmm. about yeah responding to you and I and and I know it's just because they're protecting their time yeah but and I, I, oh, I respect it. it but I just not at a place where I yeah. do it yet. yeah yeah I know I know it's like how can you like hate someone for doing that but then also like good for you but, for you, but <laughs> I'm here doing this so I guess I present them then <laughs> on the same level as <laughs> yeah like I could I could just say no I could also just say no I know, I I know. it is a choice I have to remind myself all the time that like everything I'm up to is is really a choice yeah. and being so busy is a choice and you know it's all about priorities but mm-hmm. it, as long as you're excited about it and it's paying off right now you know sometimes you just want to do well I, I read something um online I think it was like on the oatmeal about um mm. oh um you know, people ask me if I'm happy, but like, 
that's not like the right question and and this person just goes on to explain like I'm not like happy I'm like but I'm compelled oh, compelled okay. to do these things yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I need to do these things mm -hmm. and and it gives me a sense of fulfillment yeah I mean I don't I don't want to call it happy it feels like almost arrogant to call it like happiness or something yeah I I know what you mean. I feel like it's almost the distinction between like satisfaction and, and happiness. Mm -hmm. Cause I've thought about that a lot over the past year, just at the times when I felt the most satisfied, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm very happy. It's like exhausted. Yeah. It's like exhausted. you've just gone through hell. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, but you oh, know, relief. you gave it all. Yeah. It's <laughs> cathartic, you know, and you, you know, you give it all and hopefully, you know, there's a sense of satisfaction at the end mm -hmm. of that, but mm -hmm. Definitely not the same as happiness. No. <laughs> Are, do you feel satisfied when you're done? Each Sometimes, yeah. when I when I feel satisfied, I know that it's something I'm proud of. Yeah. Um, and I don't. I I always want to feel that way, but sometimes just with time constraints, you can't give everything to everything, and so you're kind of yeah. Yeah, you know how it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I sure do. <laughs> I don't know. I always like to ask that question because I want to make myself feel better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to make you feel better. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Are you going to take a vacation? No, no, I don't think so. Maybe like a couple of days at Christmas, but I I find if I don't work for more than, I don't know, three, four days, even less than that, I, I don't, it almost feels like you're losing it somehow. It's just such a mental yeah. thing for me sometimes of, of keeping in that creative place and and yeah, and like switching back and forth between illustrating and, and um, designing and things like that. I kind of just need to keep the, all the balls in the air. Otherwise, it's mm -hmm. so much harder to pick them up again. It's true. I feel like when you're not busy, like it's harder to do anything. Like you have yeah. more time, but somehow yeah. it's like harder. Yeah, yeah, totally. I don't know what it is about that, but it's doing freelance after kind of going from this um, working in the day and working at night and then all of a sudden having a lot more time was actually so much more of a challenge than I thought it would be just because yeah. you you know you have to schedule yourself completely and and also the social isolation of it too of going from working with a lot of people to kind of just like you know dealing with yourself yeah. and your cats yeah. all day long yeah. yeah like you don't seem to have a problem with like the discipline of the work but yeah it's like you go kind of stir crazy. Oh yeah, for sure. I, that's why I've, I've been considering getting a studio space mostly for that. But but there is something nice about you know holding up with your mm -hmm. your cats and just kind of disappearing for a little bit to yeah. throw yourself into your work. It's something that's really nice about that. Do you send your work to anyone now? Like just like oh, what oh, do you for, think of this? Feedback. You know, I should do it more, but the timelines have been so tight that I'm almost scared to do it because I'm like. Do don't you know, tell just tell me it's great course, here it is there's no yeah. time but you know that's it's such a good exercise though in 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 trying to learn how to trust yourself more and um I think in the past I've leaned a lot on other people's um feedback and opinions especially through design school and then coming out I've never been as confident as a designer I think as kind of just a more of like an intuitive visual sense of things and and learning how to trust that and, and see value in your, your ideas and your work has been, like, I think the biggest lesson over the, the past six months. Mm -hmm. I'm very envious if anyone feels um, satisfied and, and like, confident in their work because I'm yeah. just, like, never confident in my yeah. work. Well, or, like, sometimes I am. If I am, I know it's, like, amazing, but, like, yeah. that's not often. 
I know. It's hard to kind of take a step back and be able to appreciate, you know, your accomplishments and, and the progress as well. And mm-hmm. I think I want to make a point moving forward of, like, stopping after each project and, like, what did I learn? Like, how did I do? I know. <laughs> people say that, and I read it, and then I'm like, oh, but really, will I do Usually this? I'm sick of it by the end, and I'm like, yeah, I just want to move on, or I'm already kind of mentally in the next project. But from things I've been reading, it just seems so important, you know, for your I know, health I know. just to it's take true. that little pause moment. It's true. Do you work on multiple projects at the same time, or are you kind of like one thing at a time? I try not to. I get, I love throwing myself into one thing completely, mm-hmm. and I find when I do try and juggle, it kind of takes its toll on all of them. Like, it's a bit better when I'm able to, even if it's a short turnaround, it's better for me if I can just go crazy on one and then get it out the door and yeah. <laughs> move on to the next yeah. um but personal projects I think that's I don't I used to do a lot more when I was at Lululemon just because I think the night times were so much more um segmented for my personal stuff and now it's having the whole day kind of for everything it's a bit trickier to um, like, is it compartmentalized? Yeah, like, no, look, this is the work time, yeah. this is the play time. the fun time, time and the play time. It's all work all, time. I know, it's, you know, it's all fun, but it's all work yeah. and um, fun work, but I, I really want to make a point of, of scheduling out that kind of just experimental time because when I do it, it's so refreshing and mm-hmm. it's so, like, energizing and... Did you and do one of those, like, something a day? I did thing? for uh, um, uh, 36 Days of Type. type yeah. yeah, and okay. that, that was kind of my first big jump in teasing paper, and it was super fun. I'm like, oh, yeah. it, was, it was really nice to have the, <laughs> the burden almost of the conceptual part of it taken off, and you're like, I know that, you know, this is my topic for yeah. each day, and I just have to think about how to experiment and, and play with different materials. You just set yourself up with another one of those. I will. I, I'm going to do that one again for sure, but... Yeah, I mean, I would like to do another one. Yeah, maybe with milk. <laughs> you're saying. I know. I I need to. Yeah, when I think of a nice kind of cohesive topic, I'm gonna do it. Maybe the way to work with milk is to like thicken it in some way so that it's slow enough to. Oh, I've seen it done once, and it was just so cool. Like real milk, or was it head. like mil- was it like pudding or something? I, it was it was real milk, and they had put um, food coloring in it, and then frozen it, and then. When it melted, it had, like, so much more substance to it that, oh, yeah, it was really cool. Really cool effect. I don't know. I get excited about <laughs> the strangest and smallest things about the world. <laughs> no, but that's, that's what makes you very great and creative. Well, um, thank you so much for for talking with me and beating up my microphone. Yeah, I know. It's my tea. Thank you so much <laughs> for having me. Yeah, and we look forward to seeing what you're going to do next. Definitely. Well, thank you. And now, a track from Victoria Band, Loving. Loving's got a real mild high club sound, and if you don't know those guys, they're good to look up to. Great new album. Anyway, Loving's got a cool, laid-back stoner vibe that I know you'll love. The whole album is good, and you can pick it up on Bandcamp, which BTW is the best way to buy music because the proceeds go right to the artist, so wherever possible, do try to buy from Bandcamp. Anyway... Here's the track, The Not Real Lake by Loving.
Blessing. 